Welcome back to The Burn Podcast, hosted by Ben Newman. My name is Tyler, and I'm the producer here for the show, and every once in a while, you're going to hear my voice as we continue to grow and build the show. This week, we wanted to bring you a very special episode. In our uncommon live group coaching sessions, we've been working with our members to help them understand what their standard is in life and how to build an environment around that standard. This week's episode is a small segment from one of Ben's most recent keynotes, where he helped over 400 attorneys do the exact same thing. This concept is called standard over feelings. All right, that's enough from me. Let's get into this week's episode on standard over feelings. most significant disciplines, conversations that I have with high performers is what I call standard over feelings. Don't allow your feelings to dictate how you show up. You have to choose to live to the standard one day at a time. Don't allow your feelings to dictate how you show up. Here's how this happens in life. I had the biggest settlement of my career yesterday. I'm giving myself a vacation day to day. Ooh, now we're having a real conversation, aren't we? Y'all heard me. I had the biggest settlement of my career yesterday. I don't have to work today. Did all of the work that goes into that settlement happen on one day? There was a series of disciplines and behaviors that you showed up with that caused that result. So if you choose to stop working when you win, you will never understand what your highest level of performance looks like. Never in your life. Now, I'm all for vacation. I got a beautiful wife, Amy, of 16 years. Two beautiful children, 14 and 12. I love taking time off. I love vacationing. I have a tremendous amount of balance in my life as much as I travel. I spoke in Mexico last week, flew home for like 15 hours so I could spend time with the family, watch my daughter play basketball, then flew here, and today I'm flying to Denver to speak tomorrow at Empower Field where the Broncos play. And then I'm going to go back home. So I'm all for balance. But if it's a work day, it's a work day. If you settle the case, you're supposed to settle in a case. You're an attorney. You're a personal injury attorney. You're supposed to settle a case. If you did your job, why would you celebrate doing that job Longer than you're supposed to celebrate. Now, I know I'm hitting some of you, and some of you are wondering, gosh, this guy is really in your face. I apologize. I'm not for everybody. I work with some of the highest performers in the world for a reason, because not everybody really wants it. Not everybody really wants to figure out how great can you be. Not everybody wants to have this conversation about what do you do after you win? Are you really locked in on a relentless pursuit of greatness or is that just something you say because you saw it on Instagram? Don't allow your feelings to dictate how you show up. All I ask of you is when you settle a case and you do something great for my family, please show up to work the next day because there's somebody else that needs you. Now, sometimes if we don't settle the case or we've got a bad month or a bad two months or a bad three months, I don't want you to quit. I want you to keep going because if you stop, you'll never have the opportunity to impact me either. It happens both ways. So what we must stay focused on is no matter what great thing happened yesterday, what we think is going to happen tomorrow, we have to stay focused on winning one day at a time. 
We have to understand that you can connect to the burn and what drives you every single day. It's 100% your choice. You can identify beyond the one thing I had you write down. What are the personal things that you want to do every day that make you feel great that you know when you do them, you're going to win that day? Robert, we attack that workout. I'm ready to win the day. You and I, we finish that workout. Man, we got it. That's part of winning the day for me. What is it for you? Maybe it's reading a book, being locked in with your family. Do the personal things. Do the professional things. Do the things to serve others at a higher level. Design how you want to win and take it one day at a time. And all I ask of you is when you do that, understand, have awareness, and have a level of intentionality. You're creating a standard for yourself, and that standard is how you define winning. So I know I'm being straightforward. I know I'm being direct. But is it really that bad of me to ask you to be your best every day? To say the responsibility you've been given, the license you've been given, the little boys, the little girls, the moms, the dads, the businesses that are counting on you, we just want you to show up every day. And to believe in yourself. See, periods of time when we're underperforming, oftentimes those are periods of time where we're not consistently connecting to our belief. If somebody's not consistently connecting to their belief, how likely is that individual to say, oh, I'm going to tap into a little extra potential? It's not going to happen. What does their action look like? It's less than the action that's the standard that causes them to win. So what are the results? The results are less than we would want the results to be. Why do we do this to ourselves? So all I'm asking is to understand human level of performance, the highest human level of performance, and it's consistency in your belief. Why would you not connect to the reason why you do it every day when you wake up? So on my alarm is act on my phone, okay? A lot of people don't know this, but you can name your alarm. There's an interview I did with a dear friend of mine. His name is Ed Milet. And on the interview, Ed wanted to talk on and on and on about my alarm clock because it's named Janet Fishman Newman Legacy. So when I see my mother's name on that alarm clock when it goes off early in the morning and I keep it in another room because I've created an environment where I have to get out of bed to go read it, to turn it off, and my wife will kill me if I hit the snooze button and get back into bed. So I've created that environment. How likely am I to hit the snooze and go back to bed when I look and see my mother's name and the word legacy? It's not happening. Right? So I'm connecting to my burn. Are you? Because when you connect to that burn, you have it in you to say, I'm going to grab a little extra potential, and I'm going to take the necessary action, and I'm going to get the results. And then when I get the results, here's the key. My writing is a little bit better before I start, and then it gets really bad. But for those of you in the back of the room, this board might not be big enough. This says belief, potential, action, results. These words, which nobody can read, I don't care how close you are, it says seduction of success. The ultimate in people, I said it earlier, the ultimate in individuals living to their feelings and not consistently connecting to the standard to truly understand what it looks like to win at your highest possible level is we get seduced by success. A $250,000 settlement, a million-dollar settlement, a $1.5 million settlement, a $50,000 settlement. I'm seduced by success. I'm not working tomorrow. How do I know that this system works? In the audience, and you all will hear him speak tomorrow, is a dear friend of mine. It's been a blessing for me to have the opportunity to coach him over the last eight years. 
And he's probably an individual in fairness. Close your ears so that you don't hear this. I, I appreciate that you pay me to coach you, but he doesn't need coaching. He's so driven. His name is Claudio Gambin. When I first started coaching Claudio, he's a financial advisor, one of the top financial advisors in the world. He's in his mid-30s. And when we started coaching, he was already probably in the top 1% of financial advisors in the world. Now he's probably in the top 0.00001% in the world. It's why our family trusts him with our planning. But when he and I met, he was just this big thinker that embodied this. So let me just give you an example of somebody you're going to meet and spend time with. He's sitting right here, a dear friend of mine. Because I can tell you that this is the way that it works. I can show you championship rings that I've won that proves what it works, that it works. But I'll give you a story of somebody who's sitting with us. And when I share his story, you'll know it's going to be the same for all of you. All of you have experienced exactly what I'm about to describe for a certain period of time. But now the question becomes, why wouldn't you want to feel this more? And the answer lies in the fact that oftentimes when we win, we stop showing up because we get seduced by success. Claudio, years ago, we're driving in Orlando, Florida. He was going to finish as the top representative in an entire company out of 2,000 people in your early 30s that, like, just does not happen. I remember we're driving in the car. We're heading to a dinner. We were nine months into the year with three months to go. He was at 50% of the goal that was required, and he never stopped believing in himself. How many of you, you already stopped believing in your goals because you get behind? I'm telling you right now on December the 12th, some of the greatest fights in the world are won in the final round. So don't stop. Don't take the white towel, the proverbial white towel, and throw it in the fight and quit. It's not over yet. It wasn't over for him nine months in, and it's not over for you on December the 12th. Your year is not over. If you've already told yourself your year is over, congratulations, your year's over. Is that vein popping yet? I care that much. That's why I'm this direct. Claudio and her driving in the car. He says, I'm going to hit this goal. I need to do twice as much. He was at a million and needed to get to two million. So at a million, now he's already in the point zero, whatever. Why does he need to do more? He ends up finishing number one. That day in the car, I remember asking him the question. It's one of my favorite questions. When you meet amazing people in this audience, ask people, what makes you great? I think one of the greatest things we can do in the world is never stop working on ourselves. I still have two coaches. I still have two coaches. And I'm a performance coach. I read books every day. So I love asking the question, what makes you great? Claudio, we're driving in the car, right? And I look at him, I say, Claudio, what makes you great? He said, it's an easy answer. It doesn't matter what I sold yesterday. It doesn't matter what I think I will sell tomorrow. If I don't do what I said I was going to do today, the amount of guilt I live with is too much for me to handle. I would rather just do the work. Thank you, Claudio, for the example that you set for all of us. I probably owe him royalties on my speaking engagements for the number of times I've shared this story. But I share it because I'm proud of how he shows up as an example for all of us. I'm not done with the story yet. I went to Atlanta, Georgia, right here in Atlanta, to hear him give a speech. And what did he talk about that day? 
he talked about, right? And there was this kind of a, a ticker like this right here. And he didn't care what the ticker said. He didn't care that his time had gone off. He brought his two parents, who were immigrants from Brazil, brought him and his sister to the United States, first generation in the United States, brought him to the United States, leaving great jobs in Brazil to have to work multiple jobs in the United States to provide a better opportunity for their children. So he honored his two parents right here in Atlanta at the Marriott. And he kept going and going and going, talking about the burn, the sacrifice that his parents had made. I know when Claudio thinks of this burn, he calls it stacking bricks. I'm going to stack bricks every single day. I'm going to take all the potential. I'm going to take the necessary action. I'm going to get the results. And the moment that any type of self-talk comes in about the seduction of success, I will not go there because what I crave is the opportunity to wake up the next day and go impact somebody else. What do you believe how do you show up after you win?